Hi again, and welcome to another episode of the Government Transformation Show, the podcast for public sector change makers. I'm Tim Coulthard, Community Director at Government Transformation Magazine, and my guest today is Mike Hoare, Chief Digital Officer for the Public Sector at Fujitsu. Mike joined us a few weeks ago for the Government Transformation Summit, where he co-hosted the table on data interoperability and integration. A wide-ranging series of discussions were had with Government Transformation DDAT leaders. So Mike's joining us again to reflect on the conversations. What were the ideas that he heard that surprised him? What confirmed his thinking? What are the most urgent challenges that the government are facing in terms of their data usage? And where are they headed next? Great to have those perspectives from Mike and the wider audience that he spoke to on the day. So let's jump into that conversation right now. So, Mike, welcome back to the Government Transformation Show. Great to have a returning friend join us for another conversation. Hello again, Tim, and uh, thank you again to the Government Transformation magazine for the opportunity to discuss our thoughts with you today. Yeah, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to hear what Fujitsu have got going on. I know you have lots of conversations happening across government, lots of projects. So always interested to hear what's happening and get a sense of some of those challenges, opportunities around government, government data. And technology so looking forward to it um as i said you, you've you've joined us before but not everybody may have seen that episode or caught it on their favorite podcast platform so for the benefit of those folks perhaps you could just kick off by introducing yourself you know how your what your role is and how you're working with with government uh, via fujitsu yeah no problem tim uh so for those who didn't see the first podcast my name is mike Hoare. i'm the chief digital officer for fujitsu in the uk covering the public sector um so my main focus at the moment is to work closely with uh, our government clients to understand the challenges that they face today and those challenges are now you know really amplified with the uh, changes and the the, the economic um, structures that we find ourselves in uh, and the challenges with um, the, the budgets which are being under review at the moment so uh, those, those focus areas are, are very um, aligned to some of the challenges which government are now facing uh, and really looking at how we can then exploit those while addressing some of the financial restrictions and constraints that they've got, but also essentially and importantly moving the government organisations forward with its interactions with um, you know, general public and organisations within the UK, because that, that's still a primary focus for, for government going forward, regardless of the budget challenges. So uh, that's my main focus is to help those organisations. Yeah, and you know, as if there weren't enough moving parts in government already, here we are, you know, autumn of 2022, third new administration of the year. So again, you know, civil servants will be realigning their challenges to new policy, new, new direction and so on. So, you know, lots to do, but data and technology will play a part in solving some of those challenges. Absolutely. Data and technology will be at the heart of those conversations to enable those, um, those organisations to get the most out of, of what they've got. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're part of today's conversation is a bit of a reflection on um, some of the conversations uh, and, and voices you heard on the day at the Government Transformation Summit, which happened a few weeks back. Uh, you hosted the table around data interoperability and integration, which, yeah. you know, from our conversations with government DDAT leaders in particular, is one of the holy grails of, uh, of sort of performance capability, which is being able to interoperate between data sets across departments across those historic boundaries and silos of government which which we're probably all too familiar with so 
just a, we'll get into some of the specifics, but overall, just kind of interested on what your reflections were on those conversations during the day. You know, what were your kind of top level takeaways from what you heard? Um, yeah, to, it, no problem at all. It, it was, I think it was a really good format, uh, mixing roundtable conversations with panel discussions and keynote spe uh, speeches. Mostly importantly, those you know, speeches only lasted about 10 minutes or so, including my own. So it, it was short, sharp, to the point, uh, and kept the, the focus and the pace going. Um, there were a number of high profile speakers representing government, both centrally and um, across the department agencies. So it was really useful to understand where they were on their thinking. Uh, and it also really kept your attention going because of the pace and the movement that was going throughout the day. It didn't, you know, the day started early and finished late, but it, it never felt as if it was dragging. It really did uh, in, intrigue people and got people's attention throughout the day. Uh, and as you say, we, we talked about on our round table, the data interoperability challenges which government are facing. Uh, and that was a key theme, I think, across most of the keynote speeches and the conversations uh, in the other roundtables uh, and also the panel sessions as well. So that, that was very much a key focus area for that, that, that event. Absolutely. So, you know, a few, a few aspects that, that we can drill into around, you know, clearly you spoke to different people, different agencies with different challenges, but then there are probably a few kind of recurring things as well. So maybe some things that you heard that surprised you on the day that maybe hadn't been front of mind before those conversations were there anything along those lines yeah i think there were a couple of items which surprised me during our conversations um during the round tables was around really the the, the data exchange element uh, most government organizations are looking to open up and share more openly with uh, with other government departments uh, and some some were talking about you know, data exchange moving data from one organization to the next rather than sharing um, the, the value of each of those data com contributors to, to mix to create a, a better more um, value data set overall so it wasn't just a case of moving data from a to b and making it available in the cloud and uh, then that then tends to drive down to just a technology conversation which then you know, starts to to move away from the, the importance of the first place of sharing and communicating across those data platforms uh, so those are the, the things that sort of surprise me is is the varying level of maturity and thinking across many government departments and many also uh, private organisations that we were um, talking to as well that are supporting government is how do you address those data challenges rather than just the technology challenges. The technology challenges, I think we all agreed, were you know, they, they were the easiest ones to solve. It was around the data and the business processes and the enablement of um, government change to occur and that that was something i think surprised me most yeah yeah interesting and i think it's it's never just the tech is it and um, you know as much as much as a tech company would love that to be the case <laughs> yeah. know that's probably gonna get fired for that sort of thing but no the, the tech is is there and available it's just how it can be used to really enhance that and it requires a really good understanding of your data uh, and a really good understanding of how that data reflects your business as an organization whether it be government department a b c or d you know it's yeah that's at the very heart of it Absolutely. And so was there anything that was kind of particularly smart or clever that you heard on the day? I mean, we had a lot of very clever people in the room, you know, yeah. people get to that level of civil service, you know, capability. Clearly they got their head screwed on. But was there anything that sort of stood out in that regard? 
I think there were a couple of people, and, and Martin's always is good for uh, gaining insight and being very open and honest with his. Martin Kavats, yes, yes, Estonian. Yeah, yeah. I managed Estonian. to catch up with him over coffee, so that, that was always enlightening. Um, and I think the smartest thing is around the cultural change, and I, I know a number of keynote speakers were, were talking about that the cultural impact. Uh, and really getting away from the, the many old rules that an organization has operated by uh, or either been defined by. So that they're changing those completely or they're, they're removing those rules uh, to remove them so they don't no longer exist. Uh, and what, what government organizations are now realizing that data has no respect for size of the organization or, or the sector that they're in. It is an all-consuming thing, and I think that self-reflection and self-realization around the focus on data and the, the sheer growth of data and the ability to ensure trust with the, the citizens and the businesses of the UK will be a really uh, permanent point for government organizations going forward. And I think that was probably the smartest um, insight I got from, from talking to uh, the people at that, at that session. Yeah, and, and we actually had um, Alison Pritchard from ONS at the, at the subsequent data summit as well, and, and her her keynote was very much around that idea that before you're going to do anything with data, you have to establish that that sort of contract of trust with the public whose data it is, because without that, everything just sort of is built on sort of shaky yeah, foundation. It, it is absolutely. You've got to create that bond of data trust, um, and that bond comes with having high quality, clear rules of ownership, full transparency, accountability within those uh, those government departments, and both from a private and public sector uh, environments within the citizen experience. Uh, and that confidence is predicated really on a, a trust. Uh, and is built upon a number of those core principles, which I think I talked about uh, previously around that, that transparency, that disclosure, that openness, the accountability, the, the, the responsibility of that, uh, honesty, and uh, be truthful and sincere in your conversations and exchanges. The ethical aspects of it, which I know um, is a key topic within government about being ethical around some of the AI algorithms that are being used in order to drive out um, further efficiencies, the integrity, reliability component. So it's all these sort of key principles will help drive that data trust model and then improve the relationship and the openness between citizens and uh, government departments. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And did you get a sense of where the sort of greatest urgency is in terms of issues, opportunities, challenges, were there, where, where did people sort of the whites of their knuckles show through and where did they all lean into the conversation in particular? I think uh, the key one which everyone is, is trying to resolve at the moment within government is, is the data quality piece uh, and from that then understanding the value of the data which you've got because if you if you can improve the quality you can then ensure that that quality and that availability will give you value associated to those those data items uh, so it comes back to that component of really understanding how your business uses the data or the government department uses that data in order to drive out the value for the citizens of the uk uh, and that as i mentioned probably at the start of this podcast there is a different level of maturity and thinking uh, and the progress that's been made across different government organisations. And uh, I think that's going to be a, a critical component of the success of the whole of government is how quickly it can uh, move forward or associated to that. So I think urgency is, is 
paramount at the moment uh, and fixing that issue going forward is, is going to be a hard one. And obviously a variety of perspectives, variety of organisations, you know, were in the room and joined you. For, uh, no names, no pat drill, but what's the, what was the general kind of state of, of readiness and, and capability around that kind of data quality issue? Is it a big variance or uh, do you get a sense of people are now in better shape than they have been? What's your take? They're in a better shape uh, and I'll qualify that by they understand more around where they physically are in that maturity piece so it, it, they're conscious around where they are on that journey um, they're, they're they're concerned that they're spending probably 60 to 70 percent of this the very skilled people they've got and that those skills are very hard to get hold of in the first place and to retain and to keep them qualified and trained but they're spending most of their time maybe 60 to 70 percent of their time addressing data quality issues rather than actually then providing actionable insight, intelligence, changes, and driving that digital transformation from a data perspective going forward, because they're spending so much time addressing that. Uh, and I, I don't think it's gonna go away. The quality issues will always need to be addressed, realigned and reaffirmed, uh, and co cross-correlated between other data sets to ensure that everything is, is aligned. Uh, so I don't think it will ever stop fixing the quality component, but it's getting how quite, how close to perfection can one get in a government department, and that will be the focus area I think uh, going forward. But yeah, there's there's different levels of um, knuckle white knuckleness I think yeah. too in, in government yeah. departments as they as they you know, really do juggle with how do they address that data quality issue and the data availability issue. And, and specifically around that data interoperability integration piece, it is there are there are very challenges, and you've, and you've highlighted the, the sort of quality as the foundation piece. Are there other kind of big challenges that, that you're hearing that that are also on the agenda? Uh, the challenges are really around the the data strategy associated to those data quality components. Uh, government organisations and the conversations we're having around the, the maturity of some of the data strategies, which should be aligned to the business drivers of that government department to enable them to be as, as agile as they need to be. You know, we're into, I think we'll, we're coming up to our next budget alignment, which will possibly do some uh, changes to government policies and regulations. So how quickly can we adapt to that from a government organisation perspective will also drive how well we can use that data. So that, that will cause, I think, um, some of the, the focus areas to change going forward. Yeah, absolutely. And and I suppose you you have somewhat of a shoulder to cry on, but also getting some sort of practical advice and so on. So what, what, were, what were the kind of key themes that you maybe shared on the day, but also in your ongoing conversations with public sector organisations, what are those kind of key bits of advice that you have for them that you probably trot out more often than, than not? The departments can depending on where they are in their um, their maturity, they, they can start with the government data quality framework, uh, which was, I think, released by the national data strategy components. They can look at the digital data and technology playbooks. They can refer to, I think, your, your uh, the, the following conference that you, you chaired, the data one, uh, to, to really start driving that through forward. Uh, but also, I think, if you can reach out to, you know, Tech UK, who help or government departments interact with people like ourselves and SMEs in the market to try and get that 
that expertise in those areas to help them start addressing and putting a strategy towards uh, focusing on that data quality and the data availability and interoperability component to it uh, and be, be ready to change from a cultural perspective those are the key fundamental things i'd ask um, organizations to start thinking about yeah and, and looking down the line are you, are you optimistic about kind of where government's going with its data you said I mean, there are challenges but there are we're going to look at the outcomes eventually <coughs> we've seen see what's a big change in uh, rules and regulations around data sharing within government which i think is a is a great way forward uh, there's a lot more to do around that because you know we have laws and regulations within the uk that you know, we, we have to abide by which are there for a reason uh, and I think the more we can get comfortable with uh, the data sharing and interoperability piece and get the confidence going forward of the data quality uh, and being able to share more openly for constructive manners, then I think the, the citizens and the public of the UK will be more open to sharing their data going forward. And I think if we've seen the benefits which can occur from being more open, uh, we've seen um, other organisations in other countries you know, really enhance, enhance their systems and interactions with the, the citizens of the UK uh, and the citizens of the UK, sorry, the citizens of that particular country uh, would get benefit of that. They, they get open access to things that they didn't realise they were um, uh, eligible for. So I think as long as it's a two way benefit uh, and the citizens can see that government are trying and the and the governments are seeing that citizens want to in interact in that way, I think that will really drive the, uh, the transformation of government services. Great stuff. I mean, good to good to hear the positive as well. <laughs> There's clearly going to be some, you know, some pain points along the way as we make the changes. There will always be challenges and pain points. It, it's just making sure that um, you're being open and, and interactive with those challenges going forward. It's, it's not going to be an easy road. Yeah. But it's, it's important to remind ourselves of what we're, what we're pursuing. There is there is an end goal in sight and there's a there is an benefit end goal. to everyone. It, it shouldn't be, uh, you know, sh we shouldn't forget we've come a long way. Um, government have come a long way with the services that they provide, with interacting, and they have moved um, significant ways forward for that digital transformation. It's just, just a never-ending never ending game. It's you've, you've got to keep moving forward. As soon as you stay still, that's it. Absolutely. All right. Well, we've we've run the rule over um, what, what, what I'm sure was some fascinating conversations around the interoperability and integration piece. We'll obviously continue to cover that issue, provide the, the case studies and so on in the future. But uh, Mike, as always, been a pleasure hearing what you've got going on in terms of Fujitsu, hearing your reflections on some of those conversations, hearing hearing how you sort of took the temperature on the day of, of what kind of UK government departments are doing in this space. So Great, great to have a conversation. Great to hear your insights as ever. Just remains for me to uh, to thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you and uh, looking forward to further sessions with yourselves. Absolutely. So there we have it. Thank you again to Mike from Fujitsu for joining me today to share his reflections on what he heard at the Government Transformation Summit. Some of the most interesting conversations, some of the issues and emergent topics that were shared by our community of civil servants on the day. Great to hear what those were and also Mike's take on how they can start to solve them. We'll be back soon with another conversation with the public sector change makers, but that's about all for now. See you again next time. Bye bye.